What's good, Josh? Your boy, Jay Skills. And Ramona, what's up? And we're back at it. So uh, we want to talk to you guys something about the pullback. Now, I'm sure you're wondering what the pullback is. The pullback is basically in a relationship. You notice your partner. They're not doing the things that they used to do. Say, basically that their whole behavior has changed. Say, if you're, you know, you're calling them, they're making excuses why they can't talk long. They're leaving you on red when it comes to messages or just taking forever to respond. Um, just little things in the routine that you see are different. Now, I'm going to tell you guys from the guy perspective, what are some things that we might do to pull back? Maybe um, the conversations, you know, the conversations will be short. Um, maybe, you know, we used to give you these messages in the morning. We were consistent with it, but maybe, you know, we just start basically that consistency goes a little bit more down. Um, but I'll tell you this. Um, I can only speak from my experience on here when it comes to the pullback. Now, the situation where I had to pull back one of my exes, um, you know, we always had a routine. You know, we would eat dinner together, call each other, text each other, etc. You know, we would always have you know, a good conversation. Now, of course, certain events happen. And for me, I'm always someone that I like to keep with 100 straight to it. If we have an issue, hey, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about this issue. And basically, you know, let's come to a conclusion what we need to do so we can keep moving forward. Um, I'm not one that's going to sit back and fill away and basically not voice whatever issue I'm having because I know how that can affect things in the long term. And so I noticed there was just little things in the relationship uh, that we did. And I just started noticing things changes. It's like, you know, we used to have dinner together. And then it became, oh, I'm going to eat. You know, you can eat at home. We'll hang out later. Or, um, or I'm, you know, it's just stuff like that. And you're just like, hmm, okay. You know, you know, things like that. Or, you know, maybe the text messages. We text a lot. Notice the conversations started getting smaller. Um, you just started noticing things in the routine change. And so, you, obviously, I set my significant other down. I'm like, hey, are you happy? First and foremost, because we're a couple, we never argued. Never argued. But when certain situations would happen, obviously, that started happening down the line. Now, this was basically her friend's piloting the relationship. And for you, those that have already listened to our other episodes, you know, piloting a relationship is basically when the friends decide that they want to play a role in your relationship. They want to give their little feedback how they think things should go. And unfortunately, that's what ruined our relationship. Um, you hear your, you know, significant other talking, saying certain things, and you're like, hold on. You don't even talk like that. You don't act like that. Nobody. So who are you talking to? Because this is not you. Yeah. Now, as far as the parents, you know, they had nothing good but good things to say. You know, they knew my character. Um, but when it came to the friends, I always say that misery loves company. Uh, they would say little slick things, um, you know, to her. Basically, to get in her ear because they want their friend back. Yeah. Um. 
And it's like, listen, you should be happy if these are truly your friends, truly your circle. They should be happy that you found somebody that makes you happy. But it basically happened in reverse. They would say all these little things that would get to her head. And slowly but surely, she was pulling away. But her pullback was being selfish. And, you know, basically, if I, you know, I asked somebody, you know, are you, you know, are you happy? Let's try to make this situation better. Let's sit back, see what we need to do. I even thought about taking a break. Because I'm like, man, maybe we need a break from this. Because, you know, obviously there's just, you know, so much tension going on. Um, but it just came to that point to where she didn't want to budge. She didn't want to make changes to elevate and be better. And at that point for me, it's like, man, in this relationship, shoot. For what's, you know, the way things are going on, I might as well just be single. And it's not even a rush to go find somebody else, you know, like some people might do. It's just one of those things of like, man, you start getting irritated with the person. Have you ever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at first everything's all cool, but then after a while, when things are just not working out, you're just like, oh my God. Like, every little thing they do just start bothering you. It annoys you. Yeah, everything annoys you. And you're like, man, I just can't wait to just be free again. (laughs) It would be an hundred. It's like, man, it's like, why sit in a stressful environment? Why sit in a stressful relationship? You're trying to make things work for the better. And then they just don't want to make improvements. And after a while, it's like, okay, you show the effort that you have in this relationship. And... Hey, abundance mindset, y'all. If a person ain't treating you right, you get rid of them. <laughs> you get rid of them. Um, and, of course, the circle back happened. Of course it did. Because I'm a one of one. Okay? I'm a one of one. You're not going to get this everywhere. People think they can just pop on to the next best thing. Sometimes that grass isn't greener on the other side. And sometimes you don't even have grass on the other side. You got dirt. But you chose dirt. That's what you chose. Um, It's just, you know, like I said, from a male perspective, we noticed the pullback. Um, It really comes down to that communication and the relationship. Like I said, the communication was great between us in the beginning. But as things went along, things got worse. But it wasn't necessarily... No, it was her fault. <laughs> we gonna keep it up there. It was, it was her fault. It was her fault because she let these other people get in her in ear. Her ear. Yeah, absolutely. And so she's trash and her friends were trash. She wasn't trash when I got her, but she was, she was trash afterwards. Like, you know, if we keep it in the hundred, like, it's unfortunate, but... It is what it is. It is, I mean. it's, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, and you just got to keep it moving. But like I said, when you know your worth and you know your value and you know where you stand as a person, how much disrespect are you going to take? Are you just going to sit there and then just get disrespected? Or are you going to keep it moving because you know you have more that you can provide for a person? And, you know, some relationships are just meant to end. 
they just end up being learning um Learning experience. Yeah, pretty much. Just a learning experience. Look, I always tell... (laughs) I tell my kids, don't look at it as a loss. Take it as a learning experience. Yeah. That's right. Um, And hopefully... You uh, don't throw that other... These other scenarios that happen to you... Hopefully you don't throw that onto the next person. Now, if you take time... Instead, of just jump to the next person. Then you'll actually have time to sit back with yourself, reflect. Um, and sometimes you have to ask yourself, "Hey, did I do something wrong?" See, a lot of people don't want to take accountability. Um, but in this situation, I was not wrong, so <laughs> so I wasn't. But the thing is, I'm still man enough to sit back and look at my whole scenario and be like, you know. Where did, you know, where did things go wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything that could have saved this relationship? But listen, man, when people are hard-headed, they hard-headed. And there's nothing you can do about it. But like you said, don't take it as a loss. Take it as a learning experience. And you keep it moving. Um, now, what do you think... From a woman's perspective, what are things you did in relationship to pull back? Oh, quite a bit. Um, uh, first and foremost, as a female, we detach mentally. Uh, we start giving zero, less and less, and and more less is zero fucks. <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Um, I don't know. And again, as you said, I can only speak from my own experiences. You know what I mean? But I definitely detached emotionally. Um, I want to say probably like six months prior to like saying, fuck it, I'm done. Mm Um, I'm very big on communication. You know me, communication, whether it's in a relationship, in a job, in the real world, communication is key. You can't make assumptions because assumptions make an ass out of you and me. Anywho, but um, I definitely created a lot of distance. Um, the further away he was, the happier I was. Um, the less time he spent home, the happier I was. Um, we never really made plans anymore. We didn't go out. We didn't do, as you said, like the small things that we used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely my time and affection decreased so much to the point that he thought I was cheating, but I wasn't. I just mm. didn't want to be around him. Man. Um, I definitely tried to make things work. Uh, as as women, we we try and fix to build a build the build a bear situation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, we try and build. We try and not build, but we try and fix these broken mm-hmm. people. But you know, at the end of the day. I know that I've, I've had a lot of trauma. Um, childhood, as a young adult, um, broken myself trying to fix someone else that's broken is never the key. Uh, definitely have to be able to, to fix yourself. Um, love yourself. No one's going to love you. Like you're going to love yourself. Exactly. Yes. So it, it's one of those things. But now, Now, did he... Start pulling back as well? Or did he try to put more effort in? 
I think he became more clingy. It wasn't that he tried to actually put effort. It was more of you're cheating on me and I'm going to be around you more. It wasn't necessarily like what's wrong. Um, what can I do to improve our relationship? Mm-hmm. And, and and as as myself, I got tired of repeating myself. It's like I've asked you to do this, this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And I could probably, you know, fix our situation but you don't hear me. Yeah. Did he ever set you down and say, hey, these are, you know, obviously I've noticed something, you know, in the relationship. Is there anything that we can do to better this? Uh, was there any kind of conversation or um, or did he start like acting just like acting funny too? Did he try to like match your energy? No, or? again, he just became more clingy. It was yeah. more of I'm going to be around you more because you're cheating on me. Okay. And so kind of like he wanted to like catch you up. Pretty much. Yeah. And it's like, dude, all I do is go to work, mm-hmm. come straight home, and take care of the kids. Yeah. And which I guess you could, un- I guess you could see in that perspective, like if you notice it's like, hold on, like, this person's making a whole, you know, yeah, acting absolutely. way different. Like you're know, like, yo, what is going on? But you said like once you, you know, you were mentally checked out, and then after that. The physical, basically the physical as well. Um, but like you said, as far as why, why do women feel like they can fix a broken man? Like they get their toolbox out and be like, you know what? Is it a pride thing? Do- it's more of a nurturing thing. And honestly, like I said, I know I was a very broken individual. I'm not saying I'm completely fixed by no means, but I'm still working on it. Um, but definitely... Um, there's something broken within you that if you don't realize it, you find it in someone else and you try and fix mm-hmm. what's broken with them because you don't, you fail to, to realize what's broken inside of you, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So you're basically trying to save them for what you went, but not I, even necessarily like what you went through, no, you just know just that they're going through something. Through something and you just want to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally it. Yeah. But... <laughs> Does it ever? Does it ever really work though? Like, what do you think the percent? Like the percentage? Because I, because it seems like I was going to be like, you know what? Listen, he's broken. (laughs) Here's my participation trophy. I, I built him up. But you know, the sad thing that happens is, you'll see somebody build somebody up. Yeah, absolutely. They start. They got that. They got the foundation. The whole thing built. And then once this person is built, they leave. They leave for somebody else. Or they they just really got the feeling like they're way better than you, Look. which is so which which is so which is so messed up because yeah. it's like hold on, I was with you when you was down bad, you didn't have it like that, you wasn't you wasn't up yet, you was down in the trenches, we was in the trenches working together. Listen, we built this up together. We. But, but, Y'all built this foundation, a.k.a. the house, together. Yes. And then they said, you know what? I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm going to talk to a realtor and sell the thing that we we built. How, <laughs> why, how disrespectful is that? That wasn't my, my situation. In my situation, um, I definitely, because I do a lot of meditation, um, I definitely realized that I... I was broken too, and I came to the realization that it's no one's job, whether you're male or female, it is not your job to try and fix anybody. 
And mind you, I had kids, he had kids, um, <laughs> a lot of baby mama drama, needless to say, but it, I'm, I'm, I'm very much, I'm a mother before I am anything and everything else. And, and I say that and I wholeheartedly mean that, like mm -hmm. I live by that. I am a mother before I am anything and everything else. And he was interfering with that. Literally, bought him a one-way ticket back to Cali. Here's your ticket. Yeah. And peace. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now you said obviously like he he had like baby mamas. Now we've talked about obviously the single mother <laughs> thing, right? So yeah, when it comes absolutely. to guys dating a single mother, you are not for that. Correct? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Run. Yes. Um. Does do you think it says something about a guy that decides to take on that challenge um to date a single mother when they could just date someone who is single as well? Do you think that has to say something about a man's characters or do you think they're insecure? Do you think there's some something's wrong with them like confidence wise? Like Um, it's definitely a sign of insecurity as a male if you feel that the only thing you can date is a single mother with 20,000 kids, 20,000 baby daddies, <laughs> um, and think you can be, you know... Superman. Yeah, it, I was going to say something else. Oh. <laughs> well, go ahead. Captain Sabaho. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <See> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as a, as a mother of three children, I was a single mom for a very long time. And I would never, ever, ever have, have dreamt of dating a single man that had no children. Yeah. Um, I'm that type of person. Like I said, I am a mother before I am a woman. I am a mother before anything and everything else. And the safety and security of my children are priority. Mm. Now, mind you, anybody that I dated had kids. I was not going to put that excess baggage or responsibility onto a man that does not have kids. Yeah. Why do you think women do? Um, because they want security. They see maybe uh, a man that's not the greatest looking and simps over you all day long and they dig their claws into them, you know, yeah. unless, of course, you know, the children have met this man and the man falls in love with the kids and the kids fall in love with me it's a whole different situation but if you have not met this woman's children if you are not in love with these kids if you have no kids with this woman you have no ties with this woman mm -hmm. bro wash your hands of your situation and head for yeah. the hills yeah because for some reason I don't know why people think, oh, I am with this person. This is the only person that I have. And if I do no. not have this person, I lose everything. And I tell, you know, all my single guys out here, why do you feel like that's like it for you? That re that that is re but that that's the really wild thing. But you got to keep in mind that maybe he's not the greatest looking, you know, maybe he has self-esteem issues. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. he has low confidence, and maybe this was the first woman that looked his direction, uh -huh. and he's 
infatuated yeah. with that person because you got to mm. keep in mind that love, lust, and infatuation all completely different things. That's true. So, yeah, so, so basically what she's saying is a guy that has that scarcity mindset because that's what it is, but also if they're not used to somebody talking to them, showing them that attention, showing them some validation. Yes. That they'll say like, oh, it might seem like a good idea. Listen, um, whether you're male or female, you don't have to beg anybody for love. No. no. Not at all. And if you're begging someone for love, maybe you should definitely take a step back. Reflect on the situation. Yeah. Process the situation and move on. Yeah. Because, like, like we said, there's nobody necessarily needs anybody. Now, people want companionship, yes. Absolutely. But there but, has to be reciprocity yeah. in any relationship. It has to be That's 50-50. Right. That's right. That energy, that energy has to be matched. Um, when you see somebody not giving you that same energy, someone's giving more energy, the other person is giving less, that's when the problem occurs. Absolutely. Um, but... Especially, like, because um, I told you, of course, on these dating profiles, you'll see women that have kids that are six months. Kids, they'll say, oh, single mother, two kids. Single mother, three kids. And up. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some women on these dating apps that actually hide the fact that they do have kids. Mm-hmm. Unless you ask the question, mm-hmm. there's nowhere on their profile, there's nowhere in their pictures that show they have it. So, do you feel that some women are kind of trying to trick guys into talking to them by not mentioning that they have kids? For that question. Mm-hmm. And then my also second question would be, for the women that do have one, one kid and up, why do they feel like, oh, we deserve the same shot is a person that has no kids. Because I also hear that a lot as well. Like, well, there's nothing wrong. Like, I come as a package deal. Absolutely. Well, maybe a single guy doesn't want the package deal. Absolutely. You know? Listen, uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with single mothers. Um, Let me tell you that you have some amazing women that are single mothers. You have some hardworking women that are single mothers. But me being a single mother a long time ago, um, I would have never have kept the fact that I had children. Never. It would have mm-hmm. taken the person that I'm dating some time to meet my children, but, but I would have never have hit it. Unless it was a like a, I don't know, I can only assume that females would hit, hit, hide the fact that they have kids because it's a hit it and quit it type of thing. They really don't see a relationship. Um, they're just there to mingle and maybe they're dumb enough to fall in love and now they fell in love and they have to, hey, by the way, yeah. I have a kid. But again, it's I, I would have never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just me. I would have yeah. never have hit the fact that I yeah. had kids. Yeah, or yeah, they get mad at the fact it's like, hold on. Why are you mad at somebody? Because, listen, now, us men, we do judge women on their past. 
same way we talk about this whole mileage thing. Um, that kills me. You don't want somebody that's been passed along to every car dealership. You're right, but look you at don't. the society that we live in now. Now, now this, they in total hookup culture right now. Absolutely. Of course. But, but like I was telling you, when it comes to men, um, you know, if we do have a higher body count, it's looked at as a, all right, he has the experience, he knows what he's doing. Because let's keep it 100. Y'all women, y'all don't want somebody who's inexperienced, right? You don't want no, you, you, you don't want nobody who's trash when it comes to the bedroom. Now... I mean, I mean, unless, unless, <laughs> unless y'all do, <laughs> I don't know, unless y'all, unless y'all do, I don't know, you tell me. Listen, if I find a man that's not super experienced in the bed, I'm okay with it. Why? Because I know that this man's mileage is low, and we can learn together. Fuck it. But don't sit here and tell me that I don't, I don't want to date someone that every time we go out... And there's Tiffany at the corner that you used to fuck. And there's Brittany at the other corner waving. Hi, JT, what's up? Like, bitch, don't look this way, motherfucker, because you're going to catch these hands. So. New slogan by Ramona. <laughs> not running for president, but still, catch these hands, fam. Okay. It, it, it's just one of those things. Like, I'm willing to learn. You know what I mean? Like, let's learn together. Okay, cool. Because I know this is, <laughs> no, this is so much no. cap. Listen, um, I I have dated men that you know are packing and have and have all the experience in the world, and they're still trash in the bedroom. What's the point of having a high that a guy that has experience and still trash in the bedroom? Do you know how I've met into? I've ran into a couple of those guys now. Well, I don't. I mean, I, like I said, I'm just asking the question. I mean, well, hopefully, if you're getting enough experience, you shouldn't be trash. But if you're, I don't know. Exactly. But then you know what? If you're trash, then the woman is not telling you. The woman is not telling you. Look, I, I am not the one. <laughs> I am not the one. I will tell you straight to your face Look. that was trash. But I don't have an issue. If, if they if they out here thinking that they killing shit, <laughs> <laughs> whose fault is that? They're going yo. They out fake that. Hey, then the women. It's their fault. You know what I'm saying? It's their fault. It's their fault because if you can't voice your, you know, you if they out here thinking they're nah, what he's top dog. Me, then then more than likely he's just fucking around with a ton of little girls. But not by no means do I mean little girls, oh but like inexperienced. Yes, you of know, course. Like you, you want a girl or you want a woman? Man, you end up with so, a little girl. She's gonna lie to you. Oh yes, that was great. No, bro, it was trash. See, y'all, you know, y'all, y'all gotta have some blame for that. Then if, if um, you know, I'm okay with hurting people's feelings. People got to be one hundred. Because you really want to live your whole life with someone who's trash? No. So, um, obviously we took a, a little <laughs> turn from the pushback, but, but this is what I'm saying. So, when it comes 
to um you know as men it's just it's not but like a high five like and a lot of women say this even though you know you say that they don't they say this like i want a guy with experience they don't mind hearing that a guy oh damn a lot of girls like him a lot of girls talk to him because what happens if there's one girl that's talking to a guy the other woman's gonna be like hmm well oh what does she see in him I well dang I need to see you see you see it all the time and and then it's they the, all it's that sheep mentality yes, absolutely yes. I get it it's um, like the bachelor that show that y'all watch and love so much I don't watch it there's one guy on that show all these girls are fighting for his attention isn't this the same shit that females be crying about all the fucking time that's dumb. It's stupid. We got I'm a whole. Sorry. We got yeah. a whole show. I don't watch it, so oh. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> sorry, mom. I know you love the Bachelor. Sorry, but, <laughs> sorry mom. Uh, but the Bachelor, like, come this on is, now. This, this is, is the, the same, same thing come. that they cry about. This in is their life. this is genius. This show is oh, genius. No. They're all fighting for attention, but we know good and well that guy got them in the street. <laughs> they're all on the streets because they're all trying to fight for this one man. No. Yes, they're all out here fighting for this one man. And what happens? This should be like a real life. In, well, you know what is real life for some of y'all? Because you get sent home. <laughs> you get sent home. You didn't get a rose. After the walk of shame. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta your Ubers outside. <laughs> the Bachelor and is genius. Oh, if you really think it's genius. Put one guy in there. Everybody fight. Right. And then if we flip it, the Bachelorette. All these guys are fighting for one woman. And what are they, Ramona? What are they? Simps. They're simps. I don't watch it, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but they're all fighting for this one's woman. Give her that validation and attention. This is genius if you really okay. think about it. That's, that's called 